Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I do not know why the show opening did not open. Um, here we go. Let's try it. Show all of that. So welcome, good afternoon, and good evening anywhere you're at in the world. And today it could be any one of a number of countries uh, worldwide. And uh, I'm your host, Ed, and we're going to be doing an evening of music and live things from the Corellian Lustration. And are you there? Yes, I am here. How are you? Good. Well, give me one second to do this. Welcome to Pagans Tonight Radio Network, the voice of the pagan world. Pagans Tonight is sponsored by Witchschool.com, your anyone, anytime, anywhere magical education. Thank you. Somehow it did not start when we went on to play it. And so this is Ed, and I have Lady Elizabeth with me from the Corellian Illustration. Yes, it is a wonderful, wonderful event so far, day and a half-ish. And uh, everybody is here, and we're all having a glorious time getting to uh, know new friends and reunite with old friends and family. All right. And so today's highlights included um, a baby. Yeah. I guess. I thought this was on the table. Yes, we did bless Mabel Jean Kemp. Um, who is the first child of um, Archpriestess uh, Alyssa Maxson Kemp. And um, she, I got to tell you guys, she is the oldest soul I have probably ever met. Um, she took one look at me and she gave me this gigantic smile. And then she was like, oh, yeah, I know you already. And proceeded to almost ignore me. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, you're old news. It was it was quite hilarious, but uh, she has everyone wrapped around her little fingers. Quite adorable. So that's good. And so I see that you've eaten many meals together out there. So what's the conversation at the dinner table? Is the breakfast table? Oh my goodness. What is? It? What's the big chatter? Um, let's see. So last night, talking about gaming. Um, and um, there is talks of making a Corellian um, guild for World of Warcraft. I don't know quite so much about World of Warcraft, so I will leave it up to them to come up with that idea and see if it is actually like a, fru- a thing that's going to come into being. Um, if they want it badly enough, it will eventually. Um, let's see. What else have we been talking about? Oh, um Dusty, the uh, partner and um, counterpart to Lady Belladonna Laveau uh, of the Aquarian Tabernacle Church, just did his um, practical shape-shifting class. Very amazing class. Uh, It's basically like, you know, a half an hour, 40 minutes long or so. And um, What's practical about shape-shifting? Well, shape-shifting is... He asked the audience, and I'm like the only person that raised their hand. And I said, the ability to become what you need to be when you're around different people. Um, so he did, he had us like 
close our eyes and figure out how we would act, how we would shape shift to be around somebody like a police officer pulling you over or your boss at work or the, um, <laughs> uh, your principal at your high school or um, any, any manner and any number of different scenarios, you know, and all of them were, you know, some of them were really slightly like awkward. Um, and, you know, I really envisioned like, how am I going to act like towards all these people? The act and the shift in your mannerisms is the shape shifting. And it, it's, uh, it's quite interesting that this class was tonight um, because you and I talk about this a lot, Ed, shape shifting and becoming what other people need us to be. Mostly into werewolves, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> oh, wait, it's not the full moon yet. It's almost the full moon, though. Actually, I'm a werewolf because Elizabeth's hair turns into a were-cat. You have to understand. Yes. So, yes. yes. I am definitely a cat. Well. Yeah, a were-cat, I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> can't have enough cats. Oh, goodness. Um, so, let's see. What else has there been talk about at the dinner table? We have well, several we're people. something on that. Mm-hmm. So, What's up? So I do know that we're broadcasting the event live. I mean, you've been doing a lot of yes. pictures. So how can people join you? I mean, do you have a bit of a virtual experience, right? Yes. Um, we have been trying to broadcast live as much as possible. Um, however, the nodes out here uh, are not quite so great, uh, which, are, which are the things that do the broadcasting from your phone to the interwebs. Um, and, uh, so things are kind of showing up a little grainy, you know, so we're going to kind of sort of shift into a lot of photos and then upload, um, video later. Um, and everything of course will, of course, is always be on magic TV, um, as soon as possible. Um, and so, yeah, uh, hashtag Corellian Lustration. Uh, is what you're going to be looking for uh, on Facebook. And um, you can say hello. I will I will say hi to everyone for me if you want me to do that. Just tag me, and eventually, like, I'll look. <laughs> it, it, it's, uh, I'm managing several different devices pretty simultaneously with a bit of help from wonderful volunteers. Um, and so uh, it can take me uh, quite a bit of time uh, to reply, but I will reply. I will reply. Uh, and thank you all for your for your wonderful energy being sent our way for a very successful event. Oh, good. Yeah. So, uh, so we're winding down here. Um, the we are actually. Let me tell you a little bit about the event. This event is being held at the Moose Lodge, the Loyal Order of Moose Lodge. I have never been to a Loyal Order of Moose Lodge before, um, but it is, <laughs> I met the people uh, who come here um, on the regular, like the members of this lodge, uh, yesterday night. Quite lovely people. Um, you know, really laid back, mostly, you know, older, older folks. Um and, uh, yeah, I guess it's just kind of like a, 
a fraternity, except it's open to men and women. Um, I don't, I don't think that there's any religious affiliation necessity for necessity requirements or anything like that. It's just like a club, basically, and uh, they have quite a nice building, actually, great big auditorium, and uh, great big dining room. Don wanted me to talk. Oh, okay. Uh, you, want, you want, hold on. I have a, I have an individual who would like to speak with you, Ed. Um, be aware, uh, Lori. You're on the air. <laughs> this is uh, Lori Denman. Hold on a second. Let me. Can you hear? I can. Good evening, Ed. And how are you doing, uh, Lori? Yes, and and welcome aboard. Yes, you're on Pickens Tonight Radio. We're doing yeah, we're talking about the illustration. And you're there, obviously. I am. I'm having a fabulous time seeing the whole Carillion family that could make it. And for the ones that couldn't make it, we miss you. And so and uh well they've been getting you know, they've been following a lot of people have been following you guys out there. So you're up in Florida, and I know that you're um, and you're with Don and everybody else out there. Anything? So that's so. What's the word on the street? What's uh, what is? What do you think people want to know about what's happening down there? Well, I don't know what they want to know, but I can tell them what's going on. Um, we had an excellent workshop tonight on shape shifting and how we all do it naturally as human beings. Um, that was very interesting. We had a very emotional and wonderful wickening of Mabel Jean. So that was wonderful this morning. Um, great fellowship today. Today was kind of just a day to catch up with people that you haven't seen in a long time or to talk to people that this is their first time at Lustration or they haven't been to Lustration in a long, long time. So it was uh, a chit-chat day mostly, a social day. Um, Tomorrow we'll start out with the deemings for proto-temples and temples. And then after lunch we have initiations. So we've got quite a crowd of uh, initiates to do. We've got one third degree, two second degrees, one first degree, four dedicants, and one outer court so far. We might have more later. Who knows? Um, And then we've got a whole late afternoon and evening of workshops planned. So it will be a full day of activities. You don't want to rest, do you? Yeah, you know, they keep prodding you with the uh, things. Isn't this supposed to be like a relaxation weekend? You know, where you sit back and have these karmic like moments, and no, uh, not so much. No, lustration is not a relaxation. Lustration is more like a huge family reunion with a few classes thrown in. So no, it's not relaxation. It's more warm fuzzies, hugs. Good information on classes. Um, We went through the doors today, all of the new doors. And, oh, my God, there's been a lot of doors What do you mean by the doors? This is probably the first time they've heard that word in a uh, while. There are a lot of new educational opportunities coming out. And 
I'm kind of relating the doors to departments at a college. You know, each Mm. door has got a specific discipline or certification at the end of the process. Some of the doors take nine months. Some of them take three to four years to complete. So it just depends on what you're interested in. It's everything from sea priestess to chaplaincy to tarot, um, just a a myriad of subjects. And my problem is going to be how do I devote time to all the ones that I actually want to do? Because <laughs> there's a lot of them. So well, you can clone the, yourself. The door system is higher education beyond the degree systems. Well, that makes sense. But the idea of perpetual learning is the essential tool for us. That would make sense that, that we would provide that type of education to people. Yeah. And, of course, and, looking and at it into the future is important. Yes. So um, lots of learning going on. Well, that's, that's each positive. One of the doors of has a, each one of the doors has a specific um, – leader for that door, uh, um, a dean, so to speak, and they facilitate all the programs in it. So it's it's quite exciting. It sounds like it, and that's, I, I've seen it. Um, and and that's, I think, more is coming out about it. I mean, uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing more about it, and I think people will. So what's your favorite door? Do you have a favorite door? Oddly enough. I have just been recently solicited to be a chaplain of a UU church and um, do not have the certification that they were looking for in chaplaincy. And when I complete this program, which includes clinicals, I mean, you intern at a hospital and you wind up with a certification at the end. So, um, that's the first one I'm going to tackle, even though it's a long-term project. It's three and a half years. It's the blue door. Hmm. Okay. Because that's, uh, what that's, my uh, that's what my community needs, so that's the direction I'm going to go. Wow, that's a, that's quite a commitment. Um, it is. It is. It's a strong commitment. And, and people, you know, the people go, well, like, you know, well, that's a long time ago. Yeah, but you know, in three and a half years, I'd still be here, you know, except without a certification. Right, you come out with a certification that's recognized by everyone, so it, it's going to be fabulous. It sounds like it sounds like it sounds it sounds like it's going yeah. to be. Yeah. Some of the programs are twelve weeks. Some of them are nine months. Some of them are three to four years. It just depends on which program you're interested in. So this is the one that's calling my name, and that's the one I'm going to pursue first. Mm-hmm. I want to know the door, though. And that's me go right through it right away, and this makes me incredibly large amount of money because I'm incredibly good at magic. Do we have one of those doors yet? <laughs> incredibly no. good magic door? <laughs> I've just been that's right. by John... I've just been joined by John. Greetings, Ed. And Greetings, John. He is, he is, has been here all day, so I'll let him tell you about his day. 
Hello, Ed. How are you? Good, and this is John Anastasio, host of This is John Anastasio, yep. and, and author, um, and he's been doing a lot. Your, your shows have been terrific lately. I mean, I just really love your shows. I do. Well, thank you, Ed. That's very nice of you. It was nice of you to be on it. It was fun that night having that conversation. But today, you're at the Lustration. Yeah. I am. Yeah, I mean, this is this is such a great event because the uh, you probably already heard that uh, there was the wickening for uh, baby Mabel, and that was really special. And uh, it, Mabel being one year old, and, and it was just really a wonderful thing for the, the ceremony for her, and everybody took part in that. That was just really beautiful and moving. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we've had a workshop on, uh, on shape-shifting in terms of uh, determining how you need to show up to do what you need to do. And uh, that was very helpful. And of course the main, we're not the main thing, but a a huge part of this is the fellowship and the, just the gathering of people who, you know, get to really sit, we get to sit and talk to each other and really get to know what's been going on for the last year, what, you know, what we've all learned, what we've all seen. And uh, it's just really a great day. Well, yeah, because you've shifted a lot in the last year. I mean, you weren't doing radio before. You just finished your book um, a year ago. So you've shifted a lot in the year. But also I've noticed that you're in charge of one of the door programs. If I, did I read that right? Yep, yep, it's the Green Door. And as of right now, uh, the Green Door is about – it's really about reclaiming your sacred path. It's, the, the, it's very informal or non-formal, I should say. Because uh, they really, you know, one of the main themes around reclaiming your sacred path is being able to autonomously develop your own relationship with spirit. And the way you do that is through experience. And all of the things that we learn in our studies are important, uh, the important groundwork to set us up to have those experiences and really learn from them. And what reclaiming your sacred path is about is saying, okay, you know, you've done this study, you've, you've got all these tools, you've been through all of this stuff. Now, what do you really want your life path to look like and create a vision for your life path and get really clear in your own mind about the values and principles that drive you and then begin to do the work of walking your path, which as we know is really about, you know, your inner work of, of dealing with your shadow and the outer work of how you're going to express your values and make your vision happen in the world, you know, here in the, in the physical world, because we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. And so, you know, it's uh, the, the, the door is, gives people access to all of the radio shows. There are 18 of 17 of them now in the can uh, that they can download. There's instructions on how to download the radio shows and how to, and there are a number of, uh, I think I've got of the, of the 17 radio shows there are 15 where I've interviewed people, all different kinds of people doing all different kinds of things on their sacred paths. And so you get to learn from other people's experiences, which is really pretty cool. And you can do it in any way you want to. And there's an opportunity to make comments or ask questions. And I check the door. And if anybody wants to get on there and start listening and working on that, um, I'll be checking. And, you know, we can have dialogue about it. And that's really what it's all about right now. It may get more formal in the future, but I really want people to be able to use it, to take what they need and use it for their benefit. That's amazing. And so that's pretty, and that makes a lot of sense, Uh, especially considering we are constantly talking about the um, learn anything, anywhere, anytime uh, educational world that we're Mm -hmm. doing. So 
So, but so are you, so as you're there. So last year you got initiated. So mm-hmm. what are you participating participating in particularly? Is there anything that you're particularly involved with? Uh, you know, I'm helping this time. Uh, I'm helping Lord Don uh, do some things, and I'm also going to be uh, helping someone go through the second-degree initiation and, of course, going to participate in the lustration ritual. So, you know, I'm, I don't have a workshop this time, but, you know, I am talking with people one-on-one and having some really good conversations and, uh, you know, about about the book, about the radio show, and about the content of it, and about people's paths and my path and sharing ideas and experiences. So, you know, no no speaking part to this time per se, but uh, that's okay. Well, then what's, what part is it you, are you doing in the illustration? For those who I don't know see yet. the illustration. <laughs> oh, they haven't told you yet. yet. No, I don't oh, even know if doing I that. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, no, okay. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> Oh, okay. They're doing. Oh, see, I see. For me, they, I can't do that. You gotta tell me my part. I gotta memorize it, and I, just so I can blow it really well. Um, right, right. Um, so I, so I can agonize over it before I blow it. Um, Lost yeah. of the Heart is one of those events. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, uh, so one last thing. Um, uh, for uh, so while you're out there and the things that you're making connections and everything. Uh, is there anything that, in particular that you're looking to carry back with you, back into, you know, when you go back home? You know, there, or do you just uh, leave it all right there things, in uh, Winston-Salem? You know, there's always, there's always things that I learn every time that I have these conversations with, with this group of people. It's such an extraordinary group. It's such an extraordinary tradition. And uh, I always learn. And But the content of the workshops also, I mean, there's, it's also about skill building and about learning, you know, actually learning knowledge that you can take back with you around metaphysical subjects and metaphysical skills. And so I'm looking forward to picking that up. And, uh, you know, I, I'm quite sure that there are going to be things that will emerge just as we're all here together for the, for the three days. And, uh, you know, I'm just really looking forward to seeing, seeing what comes up, seeing what emerges because it, things always do. And I see Lord Phoenix has joined us. How are you? I'm doing well. Do you want to talk to Ed? Yeah, that's like I'm out here. All right. Well, here he is. So, Ed, good to talk to you. I'm going to turn you over to Lord. Ed, good. And really quick, John, before you leave, how can they find your radio show? Yeah. So if you go to BBM, B as in boy, twice, M as in Michael, Global Network, all one word, dot com, to the website, search on the title Reclaiming Your Sacred Path, and you will find it. Terrific. And everybody out there, there's and a lot of great episodes out there. Thank you. Yep. Thank and you. And, Tuesdays, and, it, it's every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Terrific. And we're going to be listening in. And I, right. uh, now thank we're going to be joined by uh, – thank you. And uh, blessed be. And I guess we'll be joined by uh, Reverend Phoenix. Stop, stop, stop. How you doing, sir? Good, good, good. I saw your picture with the illustration. You've got a hand – I'm actually kind of jealous. A hand forged sword. Oh, it's not mine, but I'm going to be using it as the guardian uh, for illustration. But it's a sexy sword. Okay. It's so sexy. I got really excited. Oh, absolutely. I can understand that. So, so, um, so how you? So I'm, I'm glad that you're that you're there, and having all that. So um, I'm asking people. So what should we know about the illustration from your point of view? 
oh, man, it's phenomenal. If you're not here, like, boo-hoo for you so bad. Um, I'm having a great time. I'm seeing a lot of people here that I haven't seen since last year's illustration. I haven't talked to since last year's illustration. The energy is popping. Like, it's so nice. Look forward to this event every year. So is it like skipping through time sometimes? You like you go leave the event, come right back, and the rest of your life is kind of different? Um, uh, yeah, it is kind of like that. Um, the rest of my life is very different than lustration. Also, lustration last year was the last time I took vacation time from work. So, like exactly like how you described. Oh, excellent. I mean, I'm glad that you they're spending time with that. I saw they've been talking about the door program. And I saw yeah. that your name is attached to one of the doors as well. Yes. Um, I am going to be the head of the blue door. Um, and my door is going mm-hmm. to be uh, specifically about um, the concept of pagan pastoral care and um, the program that I'm developing um, as a licensed mental health professional in the state of New York. The program that I'm going to be developing is geared towards helping um, pagan healers, empaths, and people who want to bring down um, this pagan frame of mind into a practice where they're actually using it to reach out to people who are in emotional and spiritual need. Um, so the idea behind it is to actually create folks who are trained to be paraprofessional pagan chaplains so they can serve in hospice or hospital or other places that need spiritual support. That's interesting because I know one thing is that under the law, ministers, especially recognized by their church, can actually perform those services outside of, you know, the idea of certification. But so many people are just so inexperienced. They do it so poorly that they can actually do more damage than good. Absolutely. One of the flaws that I find in, um, in the general practice is that a lot of folks, approach the work um, from an egocentric point of view. They really want to talk about how their faith can help heal, and there's not a lot of openness to hearing how people have their own source of spiritual support that helps them heal and stay strong and recover and develop resiliency. My God is strong, and my God can heal you kind of concept you mean, right? Yes. And no, that's not, and, and you're trying to show them that how to show people their own inner resources, how to get healing from within. Absolutely. And facilitate that. Oh, terrific. And um, so we also heard about a baby. So it seems like the the baby has mesmerized the audience. Um, Absolutely. My God, baby is the uh, cutest little thing. So, um, so is there anything that you're looking forward to that's coming up in the illustration? Um. I don't know if anything stands out more than the other, but I'm really trying to be as mindful and present as I can for every single moment because this only comes once a year. And what do you mean by being present in the moment? People say that, but what does it mean to you? All right, so when I'm present in the moment, I'm not focusing on things that I might have to do when I get back home or things that I left in my hotel room. I'm not wondering if I left the stove on. I'm not focused on anything outside of what's happening here today, right now, at Lustration with the people I'm with. So I'm paying attention to this moment on purpose. And and I know the people around you love you very much because I can you can tell from all of the contacts that you seem to have that that they deeply in, uh, abide and love you throughout there. So it seems like there's a lot that. of hugs out there. 
Oh, yeah. Tons of hugs. Take all the hugs. Free hugs. <laughs> I mean, I'll ask for consent, but otherwise free hugs. Oh, terrific. And so it sounds like that you're having an exciting time, and I say it is. Are you, do you have a part in illustration yet? Yeah, I'm the guardian again. You're going to be the guardian again. Okay, you just said that. Yeah. Anyone not paying attention, it's a count. This is that. Um, <laughs> so it's, like, it's like, well, no, actually, everybody kind of knows the truth. One of the truths about unfortunate illustration is that I, I photograph it. That's mostly what I yep. do because uh, it's a hard, no, it's a hard ritual. It's a, it really is a hard uh, ritual in the sense that it's beautiful to watch. I mean, it truly is breathtakingly beautiful. But to keep your expo- composure and to keep your attention for that period of time for such uh-huh. a, a, a elaborate and, and subtle ritual is very difficult. And I always commend anyone yeah. who can do that. Yeah, I love it. Um, absolutely. Well, thank you. Is there any last thing that you think the audience should know uh, that you would like them to know? Yeah, try to come out. Next one's in Illinois. The one after that is in New Orleans. Um, so start saving those pennies now because I would love to see you all there. I think the New Orleans one's going to be very interesting as well. Um, I think that's going to be a very interesting one. So we haven't actually held one in New Orleans yet. There's been a lot of places we've held it, but New Orleans, not yet. And that'll have a different flavor. Each one of them takes on a different flavor, absolutely. Um, flavored illustration? What? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, well, absolutely. So there's a lot of food at the illustrations. I've noticed this. Eating is a very important part of this set of rituals. I've seen the pictures of, like, breakfast already and everything else, so. Uh, Yo, also, uh, Dusty and Belladonna are here, um, and they both have phenomenal energy. Dusty did a workshop on practical shape-shifting. Um, so I wanted to put that out there. They're also standing here to talk to you. Woo! Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you, um, Reverend Phoenix, and blessings. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for talking to me. And okay, so? I'm going to pass the phone to Bella and Dusty yeah. now. Here they are. How do you follow that up? Okay. Hey, Ed. <laughs> hey, Ed, it's Bella. How are you? Good, and uh, this is a, the honored guest of the Corellian Illustration. Why don't you, for the audience to know who you are, why don't you introduce yourself more formally, even though we're a fairly informal group. <laughs> Hi, I'm Belladonna Laveau, the Archpriestess of the Aquarian Tabernacle Church, and with me is my partner. I am Lord Dusty Dion, the High Priest of the Aquarian Tabernacle Mother Church and the High Summoner of the Aquarian Tabernacle Church International. And Bella's official pontification is her beatitude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, we are super excited. Oh, that's a beautiful to be here. one. You know, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying hey, to walk this- over that. As a discordian, I think we should all call ourselves whatever we want. So there's nothing wrong. With that. <laughs> so this is your first uh, Corellian illustration, and I know that you come as you as you stated, kind of in charge of another tradition, and it's traditional, like the Corellian tradition. It's very interesting that so we do invite uh, um, tra- tradition leaders to come out and speak with our people. So, how have you enjoyed it so far? Oh my goodness, we have had so much fun. Well, we love Don. We've we've met Don several times, and we've had him out to 
Spring Mysteries Festival, which happens every Easter. He came out last year. And we just have always admired the Corellians and what you guys do. And it has been such an honor and privilege to be able to come here and meet everybody in person and get to see some of the rituals and get to listen to Lady Stephanie. And it, it, the wickening was beautiful. That little baby is so aware and spiritual. And it's just been a blast. Reverend Don is a, an amazing example of poise and grace and such he, a role model. He's a serious role model. I consider myself, I'm only 35, so I'm pretty young to be doing as much leading as I am, but he's an absolutely wonderful role model on how to navigate these treacherous waters of paganism. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And we're here to well, do the Demeter's Garden Ritual with the World Love Tour. Hashtag World Love Tour. And you can... Hashtag that pagan life. Yeah, you can check it out on Facebook. Demeter has um, left her holy city to come and visit the her, her witch children across the United States. And she's bringing a special message about how to manifest abundance and health and happiness in your life. So we're here to share her message with everybody. And it's just been such a wonderful event so far and it just started oh and it's an intense event i mean they don't slow down for breath uh if you know between all of that um so and and don's very interesting because uh, lord don reverend don um also pro- had and and the founder one of the founders of your own tradition and pete pastor davis a mentor so it's very interesting that the the cross uh, between the traditions, uh, because I do remember when uh, Reverend uh, Pathfinder was ha- helping out us try to find our our steps as we were growing. So it's very interesting along the way uh, yeah, of good, how that works. It's good to be able to make those friends in cross traditions because we all bring something different to the table, and by working together, we have a a full range of of perspective and we can just do so much more working together than we can tearing each other down. It's it's really wonderful to be a part of that and be able to be on the receiving end of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you, you're talking about, so, so during this, you're going to be doing rituals with the Corellians, uh, Demeter's uh, rituals. Yes. Tomorrow, uh, right before dinner, we'll be doing the Demeter's Garden Ritual. And in Florida with the Corellians. And, in, well, in Florida, it's with a larger group. The Corellians will be there, though. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, it's not a Corellian group. It's a, it's, a, it's a pagan coalition in Florida. Yeah, we're going Oh, and people in your own tradition are coming in. Okay, I got you. And other people, too. It's a very open event. Yeah. I mean, people, we call it Corellian because it is about the, the, the tradition is the the main thing, but it is about everybody. We Everybody comes in. It's been very so. welcoming, very open. It has felt like visiting those cousins who are your really good friends and partying and having a good time and eating good food, and it has been one smile after another. Hug. I've already made like three Facebook friends since we've been here today with numerous ones on the horizon. I really, really appreciate, and I think Bella does too, how open and friendly at the core y'all's tradition is. 
Well, thank you. I'm, 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 we're very honored by that. I think one thing that lends to it, and I think that you guys, in, you've done it as well, is that we, as a tradition, live pretty transparently. And we live very open to the social media. I mean, we have always been willing to open up our voice. And, and we, we don't have to fight. One of the things I think that people misunderstand, we, there's no, we're not trying to sort so to say, no, I'm none of us, and I think this is something that the Wiki community, the Peg community does very well, is that we don't, really don't need to convert anybody or try to transform it. We are, we are our own people. Right, and, we're we're our yeah. own club, and we don't want you here if you don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but the so Canadians, a... it feels so much like a family. It it really is a people. Dusty and I were talking about that on the way to dinner. That it's it is a people that are connected by family and by and lineage. by lineage and to the ancestors. And it's just it is no less magical. It's it's really powerful and beautiful. The idea of your ancestors, the Corellian ancestors, reincarnating into Corellian babies was so beautiful. It it made me wish that I had been born into a, a tradition that was like, we've just been waiting for you to come back. Yeah, it was really pretty. Well, well, here's the thing is, is that what people don't understand, this is something that I'm as, and I am desperately feeling that not be there today um, uh, as it was originally planned. But basically one of the things I think people don't understand is just, we truly believe what we believe. Then mm-hmm. these events that we see happening around us in the first sort of generation, we're the, you know, I always talk about the, uh, we're the Dawn Star ancestors. We're at the next civilization upgrade. And if we believe that reincarnation is real, if we accept this Which as a do. fact for ourselves, and that means we have to start preparing for the opportunity, not only opportunity, but the fact that this is going to start happening and we're going to change the way our society works. Because if we're going to wake up here again, you know, in a couple of decades or, or a couple of centuries, depending on how long we live, um, I don't plan to die. As everybody knows, I plan to upload myself to the master computer and, uh, you know, help Stem the tradition cells. that way. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, no, I'm glad a whole body replacement. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, cybernetics. Uh, yeah, so that sort of thing. But um, <laughs> the idea of it is, is very important, and, and people think that it's like been this. That's one of the things that brought me more in, is this idea of what does rebirth look like? What do, what does it look like? What is it? What does it feel like? So very interesting in, into that. So now I do know that you're heading. Now you're going to be heading across the United States, from my understand. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. We're headed to Salem next. We're going to Salem next in Maine. We'll be in Salem May 5th and Maine May 6th. And then we're headed to Pagan Unity Festival. In Tennessee. In Tennessee. We'll be in Conyers on May 12th. That's in Georgia. And Marietta May 13th. We have a lot of dates. If you, if you, that's why I said hashtag World Love Tour. If you look it up on Facebook, we are pretty much within a few hours drive of just about everybody. Demeter wants to see all her children. She is she is asking for her children to come and see her so that she can teach them how to have all of the things that they're praying for 
and and help her out because they're they're needy and they're asking for a lot and she wants their help in making it happen for them. So she she's hoping that they come out and see her. She's made a lot of dates for them. We're doing twenty rituals in forty days. We uh so Demeter is pretty sure that dark forces have taken over our food supply and that they've been doing it for a long time. And she wants to teach you how to take your food supply back because when you take your food supply back, you take back your freedom. Yeah. That's very interesting. I did not know that. Um, yeah. As a person who grows worm for a living. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Um, Nature's the recyclers. Actually, yeah, so this is actually, actually, that's what I do for a living. Um, when I'm not paganing cool. or godding, <laughs> yes. Uh, right. Um, I run a company called Nature's Low Recyclers because in our world, in the Corellians, for, for our own traditions, we've been talking about the fact that we need to take our own kind of self-sufficiency. So that's very interesting, that is the message. And it's very interesting because yeah. also Phyllis Farad has been moving with her message of the Green Man as well. I feel like a lot of these movements are, a lot of these message movements are are, are strengthening. So you're eventually, so you you'll eventually head home and get back there, and then you'll be heading out to Parliament as well. Is that correct? Yeah, we will be at the Parliament of World Religions. We sure will, and we'll be hanging out with all you guys there as well. Heck yeah! Uh, hey. We're trying. Oh, we, we don't we just hang out in the Parliament. We work. We work pretty hard at the Broadway. Uh, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. um, so what are you expecting to get out of the, the tour? I mean, is there anything that you expect out of it, or do you just is this just giving? Um, well, yeah, the the great mother has asked us to share a message. She said that she's hot, she has priests and priestesses telling her message to everybody, and people just start listening, so she's going to go and tell them herself. And she... You know, it's just a privilege to be able to do the work. She has made it such a magical journey so far, and everybody has has been very open to receiving the message. They're like, oh, well, yeah, okay. I know. Let me do it. All right. Let me stop procrastinating. So it's, it's really what we hope to get out of it is for the goddess to be satisfied and happy. <laughs> what, what we hope to get out of it? is to plant the seed inside as many people as possible that they need to plant, they need to harvest, they need to share seeds, they need to take care of their communities. And it goes way deeper than that, but we want that to grow within the lost children of the goddess. The hidden children. The hidden children of the goddess so that Mm -hmm. they can make it through what seems to be coming down the pipe. So that, so that they can have their needs met. They can have the health, well, the wellness, the happiness, the, the wealth that they need to flourish. Well, and, and the fact is, is I, I tell everybody that this is a lot more achievable than they think. I'm deep into this. Yep. Uh, you're, you wouldn't believe how deep I am into what you're speaking about. Um, everything from sacred seed swaps tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron, uh, sort of seed swaps and things of that nature. But and yeah. people don't understand the, the, how the laws have changed as well and how, I hate to say it, pagan, the pagan movement is missing out on a real opportunity. Right now there's a tremendous la, la, uh, land grab happening that can happen because uh, of the sequestering of CO2 under certain circumstances and owning forest land is one of those ways. 
burns you huge amounts of carbon credits, which can be stored for 12 years and are used directly against certain tax considerations, which means they have real value, enough to pay mortgages. Absolutely. Wow. So right now, anyone who wanted to be in yeah. this field is a self-perpetuating field. And if you wanted to know, I am at, I'm teaching at Heartland this year. The one event I'm doing is mm-hmm. denoting at. And okay. I'm talking about closed, uh, closed cycle. Uh, my message is about closed-loop uh, economies, how to build closed-loop economies, and basically how to establish uh, our own, not only our own communities, but our own networks within city, urban to city, uh, 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 rural to urban uh, contexts. And That's practically an important none message. of this is a... Uh, and none of this is I'm doing it is essentially practical. I'm not I'm not talking spiritual. I'm talking literally the practical aspects of it. Oh, so are we. Uh, how to think like a so are we. So it's very interesting. Um, in that that the, these messages are coming together at this time. There's a lot of people. I think there's a lot of uh, uh, crucial people who want to hear these <laughs> messages, but only a few people are actually giving them any sort of path. Um. It's very interesting. Uh, yeah. Sounds like uh, our classes are shaking each other's hands. Everybody, yeah, she, that's what she said. She's giving the message to everybody and and getting everybody to share it. It seems like everybody's pretty much in tune with the message of sustainability cannot wait. We well, have to do it now. Let me offer you, so so everybody knows I'm a Aristian, right? And um, let me make it a very clear message for other people. Right? People didn't mm-hmm. think very much of what computers can do and whether it was the value of a software or what was the, or their intellectual talent. Right? And people went, you know, people have avoided investing in pagans, especially early on, until a lot of industries, they should have been here. We should not be, the pagans should not be on the sidelines of recycling. We should have been there. We should not be on the recycling yeah. of the CO2 sequestering through forest plants. We were there. We were telling people about all this problem. But here's the basic thing. Imagine you, you, everybody else collects Magic the Gathering cards or they collect Star Wars toys, right? Yep. And they know they go up to value. And some people store paintings, right? Yes. And some people like Rembrandts and Mozarts and Picassos. They collect all sorts of sites of that. Right now, nothing's more precious and will not be more valuable to us than the seeds of today. DNA is currency. DNA is literal currency right now. In the next economy, the DNA you own, this is a very scary thought. I tell people this, but this is like less than 15 years from now, will be essential to the tools. In Europe and in various parts of the world right now, there is huge anti-seed ownership laws being passed that are destroying huge amounts of seed piles. This is happening in India with uh, Dr. Shiva is talking about it. Um, Starhawk has been talking about it. And nothing's going to be more precious than actual seed. Literal ownership of seed is a biological or natural right that is being taken away. So if you think your seeds are worth something today, if you were told, oh, yeah, what should I start saving today? You know, what, you know, should I bought... Microsoft, should I have bought an AT&T? Should I have bought an, you know, Edison stock? I'm telling you right now, anyone who does not invest directly into DNA-related incomes is missing the biggest growth industry out there. And that's an economic point of view. 
That's exactly what the mean. It's the message we're it, spreading right exactly now. Exactly what she's telling us. Yes, you are one hundred percent correct. So I'm telling people that if you really want to be wealthy, I mean, truly want to have family wealth, learn how to start storing seeds. Start learning that seed banking. Um, Such a powerful right now message. Because, it is so true. And and, and it that'll be. Re- it doesn't really cost anything to get started. You go and get a package of heirloom seeds, and you grow something, and you harvest the seeds, and you save them, and you keep planting them. And, and like you said, it's just growing money. So um, there's Mark Brown, who's, uh, who is also a Corellian, who raises 196 different types of garlic in St. Louis. Wow. That's awesome. Yes. So, Yes. Yeah, he runs a seven-acre hard farms, and he he keeps growing very well because he deals with the rarest types of garlic. People do want them, so growing food right now is real big. And so, I, I from the economic standpoint, what you're talking about, not from a, just a spiritual standpoint, but from an economic standpoint, uh, when we live in a time of apparent abundance abundance in food, we're not going to talk about. I'm not talking about an apparent abundance of food that ability to have that rare or real food is going to become more and more precious. Yeah. And, uh, is- and I think that's something very important. Well, I'm, I'm, I, that could be amazing. It sounds like an amazing trip and amazing types of things uh, that. Um, Thank you. Thank you. We're having fun with it. So how you do people follow you on this? Say hi. Mm, how many people are following us on this? Oh Lord! Well, no. How do they? How is, to? How to? How to? Oh, oh. oh how to? How Facebook. To, Facebook is World Love Tour. You just look it up. There's a bunch of Facebook invites. You just find the one that's closest to you. Yeah. There's one main uh, Facebook event, and then there's a bunch of dates. So you want to go to the main tour, and then look at the about section and hit see more, not the Y M O R E, but. C-S-E-E, space, M-O-R-E. And then it'll give you all the actual dates and places. Yeah, or you can go to Belladonna Laveau's. You can go to Belladonna Laveau's Facebook page, which is mine. And and it has, for my Florida friends, for my Missouri friends, for my Atlanta friends, and you just find the city that works for you. And I'm in charge of the entire Aquarian Tabernacle Church's social media footprints. So if you have anything you need put out, you let me know. Well, good. You know, I, I'm going to tell you right now, why don't you have a Pagan Tonight Radio Network show? I mean, we're the voice of the Pagan community. I'll uh, absolutely Pat share Kelly's this out. Be there. You should. I mean, we do. We have uh, Selena Fox. We've had over on mm-hmm. Cell. Uh, so there's an idea that you guys should do a radio show. We should do a radio show. That's a fantastic idea. Thank you so much for the invite. We'll give that some serious thought. Heck yeah. Because we're ham. Yeah, and, and, and actually, are, the people who are in charge of it are right there at the Crowley Enlist Station. Now, we actually believe, and I firmly believe in the radio message because um, on any given night, we, we reach three, four, five thousand 5,000 people a night. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that is wonderful. And absolutely, and work, we have man. some really great hosts, and uh, we have Selena Fox and everything else. But one of the biggest things we believe in, in the radio is voice is a voice of faith community is getting the message out, and uh, yeah. 
And we do it for two reasons. And we've been out there for years. And you're part of, you've become part of that sort of, being at the illustration and the filming illustration, which we're going to be doing here. It's part of our tradition of uh, providing content and providing perspective. Not so, uh, so that people can see how we live and to see how, you know, how they can do it. Because most people never get a chance to practice any of this. People don't realize when, when I started 25 years ago doing a lot of this, there was no chance of you actually seeing a ritual, much less knowing if your neighbor was a witch. I mean, back then you didn't talk about it. And so right. we kind of filled it up. And uh, so yeah. this idea of social, like you said, social media has really changed that. And, um, Man, what? When I was eight years old, no, okay, I was probably more like 12. Um, I was pagan. My parents weren't pagan. My friend's family was pagan, and I used to go to events with them. Well, one of the events I went to was a drum circle in a Baptist church because the lady in town pretended to be Baptist so she could get a key to the church because she was teaching Sunday school, and every Sunday night or every uh, Saturday night, she'd let the pagans in the church to do drum circles. That's wonderful. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. It's pretty wild. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That is kind of wild. So, and everything else. So, we have an audience. Social... Absolutely. There's an audience out there. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. We, we, we literally we have an audience right audience. now. I think more people want to talk with us here. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk? It was, like, super, that it was super nice talking to you, Ed. I really appreciate getting to getting to visit with you and to come to the illustration. Thank you for having us on your show. Absolutely, and and consider and and when you see Pam, 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 if you're hearing this, and I'm gonna make a message, get them on the air, get them a show, get them set up. All right. Okay. Have a good one. Awesome. Blessings. 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 Hi, everyone. Wow, you're so you're listening to Pagan Tonight Radio. We're on a special tonight of doing the Corellian Lustration Updates. Originally, the idea was Corellian Lustration Updates plus music, but as you know, we've had so many great possible positive talking, and we're continuing on that. Uh, did I hear your voice, Liz? Uh, yes, you did. Okay. Did you hear everyone say hi? We did. Hi. Okay, good. Yes. So um, we have John Anastasio. Um, Lord Don and Anna, 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 sorry, Anastasia and Kai and Phoenix and Angela Munn here, uh, who have been conversing and listening along as uh, as uh, Bella and Dusty were talking with you. So yeah, it's been quite quite the show. Love you too. Absolutely. And and is there anything that you guys you know came out of this? Uh, so so what? So for me, I've, so far what I've been listening to is that babies at wig, at babies at illustrations is is like the winter thing. So so that seems to make a nice illustration. Babies and puppies. Yes, last year it was dogs, right? It was dogs were the big thing last year. I remember yep. that. So Don, for you, Reverend Lord Don, we have most. Uh, we are we're not going to do all the formal titles out there, which we can. Um, yeah. I know that you're working on some powerful things, and then you know, starting next week, there's going to be a lot of talk about witch school and everything. But here's the illustration. Um, how have you enjoyed it so far? I mean, so far, it's, what is, it's been what's your take so on far. it? 
Um, it's, uh, well, you know, I mean, it's always a lovely experience, and uh, we've been having a great time. There's been a, a lot of visiting, but also some very interesting workshops. We had the Wiccaning ritual. Uh, it's been a great day. But the shape-shifting workshop was definitely a hit. So I have a question about um, yeah. Bella's message. Has she, has she delivered this message all to other groups already? Or is this the first time um, public group she's had? I think mostly within the ATC. Okay, so we're the first time. I'm, I'm not group. certain. I'm, I'm pretty I certain think- that it is. It's very interesting. Two years in a row that the person who basically wanted to bring their message out to the community about a green experience. Last year, she had a meter. Last year, the green man came, came to the Corellian illustration first. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you don't know what I mean, Phyllis Crockett, the story that she's now telling is now being told. She started telling it. She told us first. Yeah. So if you want the first scoop, come to illustration. Yeah. It is, right? Who knows what we'll have next year. Uh, so it's very nice to have, because we had Pete, Fein, uh, Pete Fein, Pathfinder Davis himself. What yes, is it, 13 10, years, years ago. ago now? Huh? Exactly 13 years ago. Wow, okay. Yeah, we were talking about er- earlier how nice it was to have had Pete here 13 years ago and now to have his successors here. And, you know, lovelier people you would not find. We, we, we've been Absolutely. ultimately... Extremely delighted. So, the, so, so the, one of the things I think that people don't understand. So, the Corellian illustration is an example of it. We call it the Corellian illustration because it's Corellian, but it's open to everybody. Is yeah. uh, one of the things I think people really misunderstand. So, about traditions on the lower levels, the lower levels, like the local levels, it seems that they're always at, at war. But that's not true on the on the sort of the the tradition levels, is it? You mean you're from the, the leaders of the traditions mostly get along, yes. For one thing, if you're you have to be that kind of person to get into that position. If if you're a petty person, you're not going to make it up. Well, yeah, uh, but yeah, most of the traditions are on good terms. Well, they're not just on good terms; they're friendly and cooperative with each other, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, so, I think most of us would consider ourselves friends. So it's very interesting. It's, so, it's, so, it's those lower levels where people want to fight. Um, no, I, well, I mean it is what it is. But you know, it when is what it is. I just wanted to point out you don't that, have time let's to break fight. that mythology. Let's break the mythology that that the, the fight goes all through the traditions. In fact, the Corellian tradition, uh, the, the Corellian illustration, is a pure example, and I think in some ways, as is uh, some of the other events that other traditions hold that you've been invited to. Because I guess you're mm-hmm. going to be going to Three Gates Festivals here soon. Yes, I, I will be at the Three Gates Festival. Uh, I will be at the Witch Fest, Witches Fest USA in New York. I will be at the St. Louis mm-hmm. Picnic. Uh, I will be uh, attending the uh, the Heartland Pagan Festival. So it's going to be a Your heavy first time year. there, too. Yeah. My first time yeah, there. Yeah, you're going to be my guest. That's right. For once, Doug gets to be. I get. I, I, I get to be the keynote speaker, and Doug gets to watch. That's yep. a rare event. I have not. I don't do that much of this keynoting, so I'm. I'm very looking forward to it. I've got a really some very powerful messages, and uh, just like uh, Bella Don and Dusty were talking about it, I have actually. I'm not going to be just talking in practicalities. I have some real practical solutions, folks, to to uh, 
to uh, mm-hmm. to some of these uh, problems that are coming. Um, I know I had to dig twenty. I have to dig. You know, so yeah, I like I said, I I really am somebody who actually actually I I'm a fir- dirt farmer. I mean literally. Um, so it is very <laughs> interesting. Um, so so is Stephanie, did I hear Stephanie was right there? No, Lady Angela. Lady Angela, absolutely. Yeah, Stephanie has retired for the night. Absolutely, because she was talking about the Doors programs. Uh, can Angela yeah. talk with us for a moment? Yeah. Yes. Hello, yes. Ed. How are you? Hi. How you doing? Okay. Good. And this is Reverend Angela Mon. Uh, Archie, how? how what's your? I've been asking everybody. What's your formal title? How do you phrase it? I'm going to let Lord Don tell you my, my title. Oh, the Right Reverend Sir Angela Munn, Templar Grand Deemstress for the Carlian Tradition. There you go. And uh, <laughs> there you go. Thank you. You know, if I try to put that out like a, a, a name tag or something, it would be like halfway out of my shirt. Uh, <laughs> we suffer under these. We, we all suffer under the name abuse. Uh, okay. Um, but you're in charge of the deeming. So is that correct? If I understand right, that you're presenting yes. the deeming this uh, and, yes. and uh, somebody asked me, what is demon? What does that mean? One of the things I think that makes our tradition, the Karelian tradition, important is that you're not just sending in. So, so, so people who mark like the Universal Life Church, you pay $35, and thank you for the ability to do that Universal Life Church. I'm always going to be indebted to you. And they just send you back these services. You're a temple of good standing as long as you fill out this piece of quarterly paperwork or uh, annual paperwork. And they don't really care about anything. And people keep, have long since argued, like, well, what makes your tradition any different than that? And I think the essential part of that, to me, is the deeming process. That you actually have to work to get your temples in there. Yeah. Um, can you explain a little bit about the deeming process? At the lustration of the ancestors, we call, well, actually for the lustration of ancestors and the lustration of the living in the fall, we call about a couple of months, six weeks in advance, asking Tan Shrines or Proto Temple to wish to advance to the next uh, level. We, uh, we ask for people to apply for an application, and I send them an application with a set of questions um, telling us about their their Witan Shrine or their Proto Temple, what they've done in the past year, what their goals are for the coming years, uh, what maybe what's their goal in the next ten years, and we ask them about their members. We ask them um, what uh, what they've done in the community. We want to know what uh, volunteer opportunities have you taken advantage of, uh, things of that nature. And um, then when we had the deeming ceremony at Lustration. Um, either the person representing the temple or another person who is at the illustration um, speaks in front of the deeming committee and they answer these questions um, so that everyone can hear about what good works they've done and, and they tell us about their temple. Excellent. So, and so it sounds like a lot of responsibility. So I know that you've done a number of illustrations. It sounds sounds like a lot of responsibility to do that. You sound like you you handle it pretty well. So, Um, so, so I'm gonna ask you the same thing. So people are talking around the table. We've talked about the baby. So we don't we don't. So do you have any do you have any new baby stories? Because that seems to be the story of the night. 
Do I have any new baby stories? Because everybody talks about the baby, this baby. So there we go. Okay. Um, but on the, and I understand that, yeah, that sort of thing. So what are you carrying away from today? I think that, what is it that you, that you really enjoyed today? Um, I got to meet people that I've not met before that I've only known th- maybe through Facebook. Um, I just got to reconnect with people that I maybe only see once a year and they're my Karelian family. And as I've said, um, to different people today in July, I'll be a member of the Karelian tradition for 10 years and it's just, it's changed my life and I've met some wonderful people and it's just been one of the best things that's ever happened to me. So in July you'll be ten years. So, yes. Okay. So you, you so you're about to prove one of my points. I think that 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 I make. So that everybody overestimates what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in a decade. Right. So ten years ago, you're starting out. You weren't. You were just you know kind of the idea of it. Learning uh, from it. Ten right. Years, ten years ago, I started uh, with. Sacred Sea Temple with uh, Lady Stephanie as my mentor, and um, actually I had studied with a group before then, and I was up for my first degree, but when I came to the Karelian tradition, I wanted to start from the very beginning, so even though I was about to get my first degree, I started over as a dedicant with the Karelian tradition so that I could learn as much as I could about the Karelian ways. And now, 10 years later, you're an archpriestess. Yes. Um, which means you've, you've earned your third degree as well, and as, and then beyond that, you've taken on more titles, and uh, very much a part of the whole system. So it's very interesting. So that I think that's very, I thank you, and I thank you for doing it. Service is a very important part of it because you've always been dedicated to service. But yes, and I, I, I enjoy being the uh, being the deemstress. I get to. Uh, talk once again I get to talk with a lot of people that I've not met before and um, I feel that I try to put them at ease through this process because people get a little anxious and nervous and I try to make them know that it's going to be okay and if they have difficulties that um, maybe I can help make it smoother make the process smoother for them well so so to, to, to for transparency um, I'm presenting People who, don't, who may not know, along with my uh, joint head, I'm actually uh, taking on a joint head for my own thing, and then I'm actually presenting at gaming tomorrow. And I'm, I would love to do it in person, but the, uh, circumstances didn't allow. But I'll be doing it through social media. I love Yay. that sort of thing. But um, you know, um, and that's gonna be a little bit. Uh, so that's a little bit of a di- different gaming process. So I think because I believe in the gaming process so much that when I was reactivating an older temple, I felt that it was important that everybody see what I, we were doing and have a right uh, to say things about it. Uh, well, Universal Temple this, of Gaia, the formal, formerly Holy City. Yep. This steaming ceremony Sorry. tomorrow is going to be the largest one that we've had. We have nine groups that are being deemed. And we actually, in addition to you through social media, we have another group coming to us live by social media um, to be deemed also. And that group is in Ohio. That, that is so cool. And uh, and we've had other people, I guess you've done other people, like from Spain last year. 
Uh, we have believe, three yeah. or four groups this year from uh, Spain and different uh, Hispanic countries, uh, Spanish-speaking countries, and they will not be present, so there we will have someone representing them to answer their the deeming questions during the deeming ceremony tomorrow. That That is so terrific. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with everybody? Um, once again, I just want to say how much I love my Karelian family and that being a Karelian has totally changed my life for the better. And thank you. Good. And what part are you playing in the illustration? Um, for the illustration ritual? Yeah. Um, I haven't been assigned a part to my knowledge. They haven't told me, but... I'm willing to take on any parts assigned and do whatever I can for the um, for the tradition. It sounds like the only part that's been handed out is guardian. Hmm. Pretty much. This would be very interesting. <laughs> Ed, because we're going to be presenting Ed, this live. Ed, I think. I think uh, I think the first priest and first priestess part have also been handed out. <laughs> oh, I don't know that. But, have those been handed out? You know, the, Wait, no, of course not. But I, 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 I said, are you sure? I mean, you know, Doug, I, you I'm pretty sure. Oh, you know, Doug could have a proxy in there. I mean, I can see Don doing it. Stephanie, not so much. But Don, you know? Yeah. You know, he's, yeah, he's, he's um, big into training these days. Oh, my goodness. That, um, that would be that would be hilarious. I would I would love to see that sometime, perhaps when he doesn't feel like doing it anymore. Oh, I, I yeah. You know when that's going to be? That'll be a year after they put him in the grave. Um, <laughs> before you. So yeah, um, yeah. There it is. So okay, good. So so you guys are having a really good time and energy. And anything else? Um, and you're doing blessings and everything else. So how can people? So one last thought for you, for Liz, before we uh, I guess we've had it last. How can people feel well, connect more connected with this event this weekend? Um, they can use they can search Facebook with the hashtag Corellian Illustration, C O R R E L L I A N L U S T R A T I O N, and um, we're not quite finished yet because we have. Uh, Reverend Lori Blackman here. She is the press secretary oh, of the Corellian tradition and a first degree uh, priestess. Oh, yeah, it's so, um, yes. Hi, hi, Lori. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. Hi, Ed. How are you? Good. And uh, and next week, she and Lori will be back in this lot next week. Yeah, I'm Belton looking ritual. forward to it. I can't wait. Absolutely. Oh, good. So, so I wasn't you're the host I this year. Here, everybody. Yes. Lady of Light, for the... example, hosted illustration this year. That's a lot for a proto temple and for someone who's fairly, uh, so fairly uh, that tradition to take on. So this, how has it been? It has been absolutely wonderful. We had a fantastic day for our first day. Um, we're still going on. We started at noon. It's 11. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably the longest running day so far from all the others. <laughs> um, everybody had a really good time. We had a wonderful dinner out. And 
We have a lot of different workshops going on tomorrow. Um, we have Archpriestess Belladonna Laveau and Dusty Dion, High Priest, with us. And mm-hmm. Dusty did a wonderful workshop today on practical shape-shifting. And, and I still have to ask the question, what's so practical about shape-shifting? But I have to see this. I, this is not me inquire. I need to see this workshop. Lady Elizabeth? It was a take? Absolutely. Videoed the workshop. It was, it was interesting. Um, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so practical shape-shifting. It's probably not what most people think. Um, just think about it when, and I'll explain it the way he did it first. And I knew what the class was going to be about because I wrote it up with him. Um, practical shape shifting. Think about waking up in the morning knowing you have to meet five different people and the different personas you have to put on to deal with those five different people. So it's not actually about shape shifting as most people would think into the spirit animal itself, but changing your demeanor and persona on how you deal with people on a daily basis and it is actually shape-shifting unawarely is that a word i think it's straight up a word <laughs> unconsciously yes <laughs> it was a very interesting interesting workshop i can't wait for you to see the video and um, for all mm-hmm. of you that don't know and i'm sure liz has already said this and i'm sure ed has already said this that video will be up at magic tv.com on youtube it was very good no video. none of us said that Lori, you're the it. first one to say that really yes no no you, you know you're the first one to say it Lori. no you're, you, you, okay. you're right no you're the first one <laughs> well that's why you so, so let's talk really quick so Last year, this time, you became the Corellian press secretary, be kind of in charge of the Corellian message machine, more or less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you're holding holding the illustration. Yeah. And um, it's been quite a year for you. It's been a very busy year for me. Um, it's been amazing. I've learned so much from you, especially. <laughs> Um, it, it, it's definitely been an experience, a growing experience, mm-hmm. to say the least. Uh, I've learned a lot about myself and what other things that I want to pursue as we go forward, uh, which brings me to the daily spell because I'm going to bring that up and I'm going to bring up the parliament. Do we have time? Sure. For those that are listening, or that will be listening later in the archive, the Daily Spell with the Corellian Tradition, with Magic TV, with Witch School, is going to the Parliament of World's Religion November 1st in Toronto, Canada. And what, we're, what we do is bring the information to you. For those of you that can't be there, that don't have the means to be there, you can actually experience Parliament live from your home, you can experience it sitting on your couch via Magic TV video. I mean, it, it's something that everybody should experience, and, and people don't realize how important it is or why mm-hmm. for pagans in general, and I'm not even going to say just Wiccan, so, but for pagans in general to be recognized as a religion, when you have, what, what is it, at about 80 or 90 other world religions there? Is that even more than that? 
and, and there's a lot of them, and, and, and don't get me wrong about how I'm going to see this, there's third world country religions. And, you know, we people don't realize that we are mainstream. There's more pagans and Wiccans and Druids and Celtics out there than anybody really realizes. And so for us to be, be more... recognized at the parliament is a very big deal. So let's let's back this up. So so let's back this up. Um, so Lori and I, along with a lot of other practitioners, are hosting through the Daily Spell before the Parliament. We're going to actually use technology to get kind of a consensus of the world, the Global Wicca Summit. Yeah, and actually, is, Lady Elizabeth is actually hosting some of most of that too. That's correct. She's going to be doing a lot of millennial programming, and I've been talking, and I figured have Pam out there, which we're going to do a lot of Pagans Tonight Radio. Um, I actually going out to YouTube Pagans to ask people out there, and we're going to be asking this question. And so, so we're not just going to the parliament. So I think one of the things that pe- think people don't understand the parliament is the parliament. We're not asking to be recognized as a world religion. We don't do that anymore. Right. We've already been recognized. In the last exactly. time, we had a Wiccan as the vice chairman, and this one, the vice chairman's a pagan. Yes, ladies so, so I think the and parliament is walk the procession. Right. And I believe you're arranging radio, uh, radio interviews with uh, yes. the vice, new vice chairman, um, yes. Arthur. Yes, I spoke with and, Arthur. And uh, Catherine, ago. I think you're going to work with, and, and other people with that. And uh, another yep. trustee, Angie Buchanan, I believe you're going to get her on the air. And Catherine Starr, she is the um, lead in mm-hmm. Toronto. And so, so, you know, I think, so people don't understand, I think the real challenge for, for us as pagans at the parliament is an acceptance, right? I think this is a really right. hard one. I think this is the hardest one we've ever faced. We're not looking to be accepted we now have to deal with the fact of what do we want to do? What, what, what purpose are we there for? What's, you know, why are we, you know, now that we're there, why? I think that's a harder question. I think that one is about when they, that part, we hit that parliament, if we do the honest work and everybody comes to it, I think that's going to be the hardest question. Yeah, I think we need to get out. And if, if you're right, there, we it's don't not have... just about recognition because we've been recognized. There is a pagan on the board. There was a pagan on the board. There has been pagans in the procession and on the board. Um, so I, I agree with you. It's what do you want from it going forward? What do we? And what do we give? I think that's the hardest one. The one that's going to rock the world is what do we give to the world? And Lori and I, along with uh, Don and Liz and a lot of other Zacharellians, we feel like the best thing we can give is bringing what we've done really best is our cyber ministry, showing people how we minister through cyber technology. Yeah. And how we're going to you know, utilize to our... You and... Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people don't understand is that we, you know, even as you're listening tonight, three, four, five thousand people will listen to this show in the next 24 hours. They're hearing about this, and this has given us our ability to kind of communicate and give platforms to to people like uh, Bella. And I hope that Bella doesn't take us up on getting a show with us, like a lot of other people. Right. I think that 
Yes. We believe, and I believe that, as I believe personally strongly, learn anything, anywhere, anytime motto, is that our, our duty as Corellians, I think the illustration is a demonstration of this, is just kind of teaching, kind of just what we offer is teaching. And the other religions don't want us to teach them about religion. Right. But I think they will want us to teach them about how to use technology to build up better interfaith communication. Just Correct. as we build better communication with other traditions. I think they're, they're, that's our miracle. I think what we've been able to do through technology is miraculous. And it's grown so much in the last 10 years. I mean, think about when you started which school, what was available and what's available now. There was no go live when you, when you founded which school. But the computer, the computer, the computer, exactly. the computer that I built which school on is now a 10 cent chip. Yep. Can you imagine yeah. that? <laughs> yes. So, you know, there's also something else that I want to remind everybody. It just dawned on me, as you said, 10 cent chip. If, if anybody has USB drives, flash drives that you don't use, that you throw away, email me at editor at dailyspell.com. We would love oh, absolutely. to take donations and reuse these. Um, it's not about the fact that we can go out and purchase them because we most certainly can, but why should your chip wind up in the garbage when it can be recycled? Um, I don't, also, you know, Ed has Nature's Little Recyclers are all about saving the planet and reducing. So I love my three R's, reuse, reduce, recycle. There's no better way to do that and to give information out for free with what you're donating to us. Mm-hmm. So again, editor at the daily com, And I will tell you where you can mail them to. And it doesn't matter how big they are, um, how many you have. If you want to send one, we'll take it. If you want to send 50, we would love that. Thank you. Um, everybody goes to the conventions or goes to um, the home and garden show or the car show, and you're getting stuff all the time on the flash drive. And, and you never use them. Go through your closet. Go through your junk drawer. I know you have some. Send them in. We'd appreciate it. Again? No, I agree with you. I've got 60. I just got picked up. I just got somebody gives him 60 gig flash drive. So it's about to become my model. Right. Well, the reason we want, well, to be honest, why? Okay. So it's very interesting. Collateral illustration is an example of why we want these flash drives. Because we want to use them to basically give information out to people so they can start their own temples or their own schools or everything else. Um, if people print, and, and, and we do believe in green so much, is that we're going to give out a lot of information. There's actually a massive amount of information that we carry and give out. I mean, right now we have what is Wicca in 18 different languages. And probably and more the by the problem. We have that in 18 different languages. I don't think people realize that which is available in so many different languages and so many different courses that, that they can log into. Um, so that that right there is a big deal to have what is Wicca in 18 different languages. You know, I think and people just think which school and they think that, oh, okay, American. No, it's global. So if it's global, you have to provide 
information in different languages. And we have a very large population of non-American speaking members. And, and you know, um, <laughs> so that, that, that is a big deal. And also, Absolutely. you know, one other thing what I, that I want to say is don't just think of it as a membership. It is a community. And I'm going to stress the word community because everybody, this is what registration's about. We, people are from all over, all over the place. And usually we have people from out of the country. Um, this year with Parliament going on, they, you know, a lot of people were strapped and didn't. It, it was one or the other, and I understand Parliament is a very big deal for some people that haven't been, so they chose to do that. But they're Skyping in. Um, and they're being involved. So when I say community and you're joining which school, you're not just taking an online class and being on your own. You have mentors. You make friends in Facebook groups. Um, we do have yearly gatherings twice a year that you, you have the opportunity to come to, and they're always in a different location. So maybe this year it's not close to you and you can't afford to come, but maybe next year it's in your backyard somewhere. And you get to meet the people that you're dealing with on a, da- on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that is an absolutely amazing uh, um realization that that you're talking about i think it is right and um thank you i do i think people uh understand it. and i i do love the flash drives and i absolutely um the amount of computer power that we're actually developing uh and some of the things we're going to bring to both before the parliament which is where i talk about you know are we out so that we're going into the parliament and the idea of the parliament out there but more importantly you just brought up about the other languages and this curly illustration if I understand right, will be the first one that will incorporate Spanish into it. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. We have uh, okay. So, so a few different parts. So and that will be hosted. That will be streamed live someday. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, best we can as any way we can. Where again, you know, it is very cool how much we've gotten to be able to do this sort of live communication because we've been very dedicated to it. Right. Um, and uh, you must be up for a while. And tomorrow night, and tomorrow night's the wild. And tomorrow's a wild partying, right? Yes. Everybody's of course. just no, doing their last minute sewing right now and getting ready to wind down. And uh, we'll start again at noon tomorrow, and um, we'll have our deeming. And for those of you that don't know what a deeming is, um, within the Korean tradition, you start off as a shrine. And this gives you a chance to develop a community within your community. And, you know, you'll you'll do that for about a year and see how you deal with it and how you deal with members. And (laughs) you'll decide whether you want to advance to a proto-temple. And you'll do that for another year. And then you will deem again at the end of that second year to a full temple. And this gives you a chance to make sure that you can handle the stress of running a temple and that this is really what you want before making the investment into just going for a temple. And I think it's a great thing. It's going to be very interesting. So we'll we'll, also, we'll have deeming tomorrow first, and then some fellowship and lunch, and then everyone's favorite part, initiations and dedications. And then there's always workshops. 
and we have some very educational workshops going on this weekend, and Lady Liz will be videoing them. And whatever we can go live with, we will, as far as the workshops. There are some people that would prefer just to be on video and not go live, and that's okay because we'll do that too. And you'll be able to, again, see those at Magic TV probably a week, within a week of illustration being done. And um, Sunday will be just dedicated to our English Spanish illustration ritual. Absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely impressive, Lori. And uh, absolutely. Thank you. And she'll be back. And uh, so we're going to let you go, go get some rest. We're going to bring the show. I think, is there anyone else out there that you had or is that? Uh, Lady Elizabeth and I left and I'm actually going to hand the phone back over to her because I have to wind everybody down now. <laughs> so it's been wonderful. Absolutely. Everybody. And have Thank you, one Ed, one. so much for doing the show about illustration and letting me talk about Parliament and everything else. And I'm going to hand the phone over to Lady Elizabeth. And Absolutely. good morning, good afternoon, and good night, everyone. And we'll see you next week on Carolyn Family Hour. Good night. Blessed be. Thank you, Lori. Hi again, Ed. Wow, this has been a whirlwind evening. Yes, another wow. and a half of, of uh, family and fun and community and lots and lots going on here. It is it is three or four days minimum at illustration. Well, when people go to see back, they're going to ask me, "Well, where's the music at?" There's not been a bit of it. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, you can you can play music for like what another hour? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna do that. We're bringing this show to a close. I know. I know. It, it, just, it was very funny because I did that because I just say you know, I thought you guys would all be busy, and I really had a very good evening sharing with all of you about the ideas of the illustration, how it was, uh, how it went. It gave us a very full feeling. Wonderful. Uh, well, I'm glad that I could technology. Yay. <laughs> So I just was, uh, before this was on, I was reading, uh, just listened to a YouTube tape called Technosis. Oh. And the question they were asking with this is, okay, most people feel like technology interferes with their spirituality. Oh, no way. And it says, what happens when you embrace it as part of your spirituality? And I think the Korean tradition really does show what happens when, when you're willing to use the technology that's in front of you to basically do a good message. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, uh, so know, we. I my, think this uh, is very. I think one of my brothers uh, actually said, "You know, Liz, you talk about technology. You did technology. You you did your first like YouTube video, like talking about your school in 2007." And I watched the video. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I remember that!" And then he said, "And you're the first person that I know of." to use the term techno shaman. And I'm like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I do that too. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a, we're around, you know. It's just, I think that, that your idea of moving it more into the mainstream thought is an excellent one that we should pursue. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and this illustration is just giving us another warm-up towards how we're going to be covering more events. And uh, everything else, but it's, it's, it's getting late tonight. It's, uh, you've had a full day. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, 
Extremely, yes. Absolutely. So why don't you say blessings and and and, and evening? Okay. And uh, uh, I I will. Um, I else? would like to wish everybody a wonderful weekend. Um, I am going to try to do my best to stay awake long enough to do my uh, my prayers. Um, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna see how that goes. I might just have to do them uh, tomorrow, <laughs> like in the morning or something. I think everybody would understand. You produce quite a bit of content today. You've got quite a commitment to yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, thank you, and Ed. So, and uh, until next time. Until next time. Until soon. And next week we'll be back with the Beltane Ritual on the Sparellian Family Hour. And tomorrow we'll have even more shows on Pagans Tonight. And we're going to close it with a piece of music, and we're going to play with Brigham of the Sacred Wells with Selena Hoff and Celia. Good night, everybody.
listening to Pagans Tonight. Pagans unite on Pagans Tonight. Many paths, one network. For over five years, we've been the place to connect with the best, brightest, and most trusted voices in the pagan world. Every night is Pagans Tonight. 